Raising black children in the United States can be really scary. And as a black mother, I realized I was parenting from fear and I wanted to make a commitment to parent for liberation. You are listening to the Parenting for Liberation podcast. I am your host, Trina Green-Brown. Each episode, I'm joined by other Black parents, and we discuss our journeys to push past our fears to raise our beautiful Black children to be whole, free, and liberated. Wake up, everybody. No more sleeping in bed. No more backward thinking. Time for thinking Habari Ghani, this is our Kwanzaa episode, and we're excited to share with you a snippet of a talk that was presented at our first annual Kwanzaa event by Brother David Love. Um, the event was amazing. If you don't know about it, you should check out our Facebook, Instagram, and website. We had over 150 Black families come out and celebrate Kwanzaa with us, um, and they learned so much. They engaged in dancing and drumming and face painting for the kids, and we had spoken word performances and just so much. It was just a rich, full, festive day um, of being in community with each other and celebrating Kwanzaa. And so we wanted to share with folks on the podcast more information about Kwanzaa, how you can celebrate it. Um, Brother David Love is breaking down the seven principles of Kwanzaa, and he's also um, sharing a little bit about the Kwanzaa setup. So the seven principles of Kwanzaa, how can you set up your own Kwanzaa set at home? So after you listen to the podcast, check out our website, our Instagram feeds and social media feeds, because we'll be posting our toolkit that we created. That's just a quick handout that we gave away to everyone who came to the event who received a Kanara. So we also gave away 50 free Kanaras. So it was an incredible event in, in Los Angeles. Um, and so this episode is just to kind of keep momentum going and share more information with folks and broaden the resources beyond Southern California. So I hope you enjoy. Okay, so that so that we can learn together about all of the principles and learn what is Kwanzaa, the history, how do we practice it, we're going to have um, a guest speaker who's going to share with us his wisdom and knowledge. He's an educator. He's a lifelong learner. And he's going to share with us about the seven principles of Kwanzaa. And he's also going to share with us about the seven symbols that you see here on the table. So without further ado, Brother Love. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Now I'm going to greet you in the, in the Swahili greeting, um, which is Habarigani. Everybody say Habarigani. Barigani just means, what's the news? The same way we would say, what's going on? And normally, normally throughout the year, you would reply, in Jama. Say in Jama. In Jama means good or fine. And then you would say, in Jama, you would say, Asante Sana. Asante Sana, which means thank you. And then you would then say, Habarigani. And then I would reply, Njema Asante Sana. By the way, when I was learning Swahili, I asked the instructor, I said, what happens if you really not feel the next? Like I have a little, I'm getting over a cold. And they said, Swahili, like our people, we're just an optimistic people. You could be on your deathbed dying in pain and you would say, Njema. And then afterwards, you could tell them what's going on. 
Well, that, that's a good lesson for us. Let's talk about the good first, and then we get into other stuff if we have to. Uh, my name is uh, Brother Daudi of uh, David C. Love, and uh, I'm just here to give you just a few little facts about Kwanzaa so you know what to take back. Uh, Kwanzaa was started in 1966. The first Kwanzaa was celebrated in 1966, created by uh, Dr. Maulana Karenga and the US organization, US meaning US, US black people as opposed to uh, others. Um, and they founded this holiday so that we would have something to gather ourselves together and celebrate not people, not a person, because that sometimes can divide us, but to celebrate principles. Kwanzaa is a celebration of family, community, and culture. And so it's appropriate. It's something we actually should do it throughout the year. Kwanzaa is a seven-day holiday. It starts on December 26th and ends on January 1st. Kwanzaa is fundamentally, the core of Kwanzaa is dedicated to the seven principles. As we go through, I'm going to talk about some of the different words because we need to know our language. You know, when we came over here involuntarily, they stripped us of a lot of things. Our language, our religions, our customs, our families, who we are, our names, all those things. So one of the things that Kwanzaa seeks to do is at least for a few days, just for a few days, we can remember a few things. And as we go through, we get to learn these things. So the uh, core of the Kwanzaa is the seven principles, which is referred to as, I'm going to say it, and then you can say it back, Nguzo Saba. Nguzo Saba, which means the seven principles. And the seven principles are represented throughout of the holiday. So, the seven principles are unity, which the Kiswahili word for unity is umoja. Everybody say umoja. Umoja, unity. And it has a statement for each one, which we should really try to practice throughout the year. So, the first one is umoja, unity. And then I'm going to say this, and you can say it after me to strive for. And maintain, and maintain unity, unity within the family, within community, community, nation, nation race, race, and world African community. Isn't that a beautiful thing? You know, when we talk about values, I was talking to someone the other day about values. Seven values. Values determine everything we do. So therefore, the value of Umoja says that the things we do, we look to see, is it going to make us stronger, more united? Is it going to help to build unity and to maintain unity? And the first principle is important because without unity, we can't do anything. Am I right about that? We can't get together and work if we're not dedicated to unity. So that's the first principle. The second principle, a little trickier, but I think we can do it. I'm going to say it slowly, Kujichagulia, which is self-determination, to define ourselves, name ourselves, create for ourselves, and speak for ourselves. Isn't that a beautiful thing? We don't need somebody speaking for us. We can speak for ourselves because when somebody else speaks for us, somebody can pay them off and have them say the wrong thing. Am I right about that? Define who we are. Name who we are. 
create all the things we want. And then we can uh, speak for ourselves what our future is going to be, who we want to be, how we want to become, how we want our community to become. So it's a self-determination thing. So say that again after me. Kuji Chagalia. Self-determination. The third principle is Ujima. Ujima, everybody say Ujima. Which is collective work and responsibility. To build and maintain our communities together and to make our brothers and sisters' problems our problems and to solve them together. Isn't that a beautiful thing? It means when we look at our brother's problem, we don't say, hey, that's not my problem. Our brother's problem, our sister's problem is our problem. But then we're going to come up with our solution for their problem. We may not have the solution, but we got to work on it. Am I right about that? Fourth principle is Ujamaa. Everybody say Ujamaa. Ujamaa, which is cooperative economics. Ujamaa means to build and maintain our stores, shops, and other business in our community together and to profit from them together. That's Ujamaa. In just one word about Ujamaa, when you look back, and you find out the root word, the root word for ujamaa, you would think, oh, it must be money, brother love. It must be economics. No, this is the African principle. So jamaa is the root word, and jamaa is family. Ujamaa is, another way of saying is, the nature of being family, the state of being family, meaning when we as black people, as African people, look at economics, we shouldn't just be looking at the dollar. That's the other man. He's looking at the dollar all the time. We got to look at the people. How can you have good economics if the people are dying, people are homeless, people don't have no food, but we say, hey, the economy's doing well. The stock market, what are stocks if I'm sick? What are stocks if we don't have enough uh, money for the rent? So we say economics is how are we doing? And how can we make sure, not that our money is doing well, but that we are doing well in what we need to do, that we have the things we need to sustain us because the people come first. The next principle is Nia, purpose. Everybody say Nia. Nia. Purpose. purpose. And Nia means, statement is, to make our collective vocation the building and developing of our communities. To make that our life work. That is our purpose. I want to look back, I was listening to the libation statements that came in, and I think, and all of us who have ancestors who've gone before, we want to think about their life purpose was for us. 19 generations or 30 generations, there was somebody on a ship. Some people made decisions that says we're going to survive, not for them, but we're going to survive to make sure that somewhere in the future, somebody that I don't know who, I don't know how, they're going to do better, they can come up, and then they went through that. They kept building a bridge that we could walk over so that we could somehow keep building a bridge for our children. I see a lot of 
children out here. That's what we're working for. Just like my mother who recently departed worked for me. And I'm going to work for the folk who come behind us. We have to do that. That becomes our purpose. Our purpose is not to have a good job. Our purpose in having a good job is to make sure that we can move farther. Am I right about that? Next is Kuumba. Everybody say Kuumba, which is creativity. Creativity is to um, restore, to build and restore our community and restore our people to our natural greatness that we had and to leave our community better than we inherited it. I'm a teacher and sometimes I have the classroom and you know and you're talking kids they say well I didn't put this trash on the floor why should I pick it up? Because it's our classroom and you make sure it's better than when you came. So when you come, when the janitor comes, Jan always comes to my classroom and says, Mr. Love, we don't have to do too much in your classroom. I say, yeah, because we had to do a lot in the beginning to make it better. And then he does a little bit more and we do that. We want to do that to make our futures better. That's why we send our children to school. That's why we go to our churches, our mosques, our synagogues. That's why we do that. That's why we're here today, to make sure that we can make sure that our people, our community, is a little better than we found them, and maybe a lot better. The last principle is my favorite principle, which is Imani. Everybody say Imani. Imani, Imani means faith. The, the statement is to always believe in our creator, in our people, in our parents, our leaders, our teachers, in the in all of the different people that make up our community, and to believe in the righteousness and the victory of our cause. Let me say a little bit about that last part. A lot of times we've been brainwashed and thinking, even when we try to do something, well, this is not going to work. This is not going to work. But we have to start saying we're going to win. We're going to win. And I'm I won't go into it, but I already see the signs of us winning already. How do I know? Because my great, great, great grandmother made it through. My mother made it through. So we're going to make it through. Not only are we going to make it through, we're going to win. We have to start thinking that way when we see if the victory is not going to be immediate, immediate means right now, but imminent means eventually. I may not see it. You may not see it. But some of those children that you're holding in your arms and in your laps, they may see it. So that is faith. And the way they close out their meetings, they call it this way. Imani, faith in our creator, our mothers and fathers, our sisters and brothers, our grandfathers, our grandmothers, our elders, our youth, our future, faith in all that makes us beautiful and strong, faith in the righteousness and victory of our cause, faith that through hard work, long struggle, and a whole lot of love and understanding, we can again step back on the stage of human history as a free, proud, and productive people. That's Imani. We need to have Imani. I will say this. When you start, the reason why you start with unity is because with unity, you can't, get even, you can't even get started. But then you end with faith because without faith, 
you cannot keep it going. Am I right about that? Sometimes it gets hard, it gets rough. But if you have Imani, if you have unity and you have Imani, you have all those principles in between, and you use those, then that will help you. I'm just going to quickly, I'm not going to say anything about them, but I'm going to point your attention to your Kwanzaa set. On your Kwanzaa set, when you have it, you have the first thing you see is the mat. And we call this the Mkaka. Say Mkaka, which is the mat. The mat represents our history because all of what we do, our culture is built on our history. Then you have the Kikombe Child Moja. It's called the Cup of Unity, which you use when you do libation. Sometimes if you're in a small family, you may, you may all even uh, drink from it. Because we all need to drink a little unity sometime. Then you have the fruit of the crops. We call this the mazal. Everybody say the mazal. So this represents the fruits of struggle. When you struggle, you get different fruits. And so this represents that. You also have the corn of the muhindi. The muhindi re represents the children. And all, also, if you don't have a child, you're going to have at least two ears of corn representing the, the boys and the girls. Because even if you don't have children yourself, all these children in the room, they're my children too. It's a community, community children. We also have here the Kanara are the candle holder. Everybody say Kanara. Kanara represents our parent people, our people that we come from, our African people. But this represents our continental people, where we come from, home. All of us need to dedicate ourselves. Even Malcolm said, we all need to return to Africa, even if it's not physically, but spiritually, mentally, so that we understand where we come from. Because if you don't know where you come from, you have no idea where you're going. And last, we have the candles. Notice that the candles have three green, three red, and black. And the way you start off when you're lighting the candles, black is for the people. Because the people are central. The people are most important. So black represents the people. Red represents the struggle, the efforts we have to put forth. And green represents the fruits, the results of struggle. So when you're lighting the candles, you would light the black candle first. Then you would light the red candle because struggle comes before the results. Am I right about that? And then you would just do that alternately until they all light it up. The lighting of the candle represents putting those principles into practice. It represents lifting up the light that lasts. See, all of us got to go one day, but unity can stay here. Um, Self-determination will go on if we just keep on practicing it. All of those different principles. So, during Kwanzaa, you celebrate each day is dedicated to the principles in that order. So on the first day, on December 26th, start off thinking about unity. You keep on going every day. Think about it. Talk about it. 
And matter of fact, don't just stop when Kwanzaa stops. Don't have a great week and then say, well, that's it. Let's start fighting again. We just, we got to keep on going. So this is the, these are the principles. And then, so those are basically, I think I touched on everything. Hopefully I want to encourage you to have a good Kwanzaa. Um, while Kwanzaa doesn't start until December 26th, you can buy a Kwanzaa set if you'd like. It's a very inexpensive thing. Um, one, and once you buy it, you don't have to buy it again, even if you don't have a Kwanzaa set. Start practicing Kwanzaa. Celebrate it by just saying, calling up somebody and saying, Habarigani. They don't know, what are you talking about? What's the news? And they say, what's the news with you? Unity today. I'm going to talk to you about unity. Just for a minute. And we do that. So today as I leave, uh, one of the things you say at Kwanzaa is, Hattie's a Kwanzaa. Everybody say, Hattie's a Kwanzaa. Hattie's a Kwanzaa means happy Kwanzaa. So I, I will say it in a way, I say, Kwanzaa Iwe, Kwanzaa Hattie Iwe Nahati, which is, may all's Kwanzaa be happy. Thank you very much for your attention, and have a good Kwanzaa and a good year. We hope that you learned a lot from Brother David Love's talk about the seven principles of Kwanzaa and also how to practice Kwanzaa with your family. And we know that there's so many ways that you can celebrate Kwanzaa. You can pour libations. You can get together with family and cook or sing or dance or play drums. You can tell stories. You can talk about your family history. Um, you can create art together. There's just so many ways that you can celebrate um, and we just really encourage you to practice the seven principles in whichever way that you can. And so those principles, again, are umoja, which means unity, kujichakalia, which means self-determination, ujima, which means collective work and responsibility, ujama, which means cooperative economics, nia, which means purpose, kuumba, which means creativity, and imani, which means faith. Again, if you need any tools or resources, check out our social media and website for those tools. And we want you to share with us how are you practicing Kwanzaa. So please thank you for listening use to the this hashtag episode P4 of Parenting L for Liberation. Kwanzaa. I hope That's that something P shared on this episode helps you on your journey to liberated parenting. Love to to learn more about our other episodes, check out our website um, so at www.parentingforliberation.org backslash podcast. Please like us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you're listening on iTunes, make sure you give us a good review. And like your new year with love. No more sleeping in bed. No more backward thinking. Time for thinking. Of-